in the know, to be knowledgeable or having access to information about something, being privy to special or new information, or this program on KXIT. It's time now for In the Know, brought to you by your Dalhart Connection, bringing our community together with new and important information with your host, Dyke Rogers, and this week's guest. Well, welcome to this week's edition of In the Know. I'm your host, Dyke Rogers, and our guests today are Joyce Besner and Tim Kreish. Uh, Joyce is the director of the new Brick Street Community Center. Tim is a board member, and we're glad to have you both here today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for coming. There's a lot going on at what used to be the Senior Citizen Center, and it's not going to be known as the Senior Citizen Center anymore. Now it's going to be the Brick Street Community Center. Why are we doing that? A lot of things are new, Dyke, but the original vision of the center, you know, has not been lost. So let me tell you a little bit about the history, and that will tell us uh, what we're going into. It was 1994 uh, when the center opened as the Dalhart Senior Citizens Association. The focus was 100% on senior citizens. They used a membership model so that people could feel like they were really a part uh, of the organization. And their goal was to provide nutrition, socialization, fun, and education for seniors specifically. In the early years of the operation, I've been told that they had to have two seatings at lunchtime and that members had to make reservations uh, to be seated in the dining room. The quilting room was packed with ladies doing a piecing of quilts. The exercise classes met daily, and there were a lot of cards and dominoes uh, played there. But times have changed. So currently, only about 80% of the center's lunch sales are are they're now through the to-go window. Um, our earlier board members installed that window, and that was genius because it kept the center alive, and we were able to continue to serve uh, the community while COVID had everything closed down. I was not there at the time, but it is what saved the organization, that drive-in window. And I believe that was funded by Bivens Foundation several years ago. Our inside dining room is currently a, a ghost town. It just has very few guests. Um, much of the community continues to have that misconception that you have to be receiving your Social Security check before you can come in the door. Um, the institutional cafeteria-style dining room is just not inviting. Uh, so we knew we had to do something to change the community's perception of the center. The board decided to continue discontinue the membership model, and there were very limited uh, benefits about being a member anyway. And membership kind of caused another barrier. People for years have thought, well, I'm not a member. I can't even go get a meal. So right now, there's only a handful of dedicated ladies that come um, every week uh, to play cards and a few to do exercises. Um, we offer a lot of meeting space for nonprofits to have meetings there and the big blood drives. In the last 30 years, um, you know, the newly retired population is totally different. Uh, they're not looking for an afternoon domino game. They're traveling, watching their grandkids in all kinds of sports and stock show activities. I really hate saying it, but COVID permanently changed a lot of folks' lifestyles. They simply got comfortable staying at home. 
The reality is the center is paying utility bills to maintain an old two-story building that has very little activity, so something has to change. Wow. Well, uh, it's good to see that there's some some thought going into what's happening there because uh, it, you sure don't want it to die. It's been an important part of the community, and now it's going to be changed to something else. So uh, how did the board finally decide to make, I don't want to say finally, but how did they decide to make some changes? Why did you decide that? Sure, and uh, it wasn't just a spontaneous thing or something that happened very quickly. For the bulk of this past year, the board dedicated themselves to meeting and sharing ideas, learning from our experienced facilitator, Luis Marsilvo, with uh, the Hilmar site director, and having tough conversations, surveying the community, and coming to a consensus. The result was a one-page strategic plan that we are currently working. And it's a little bit different focus than uh, what the senior center, as it was previously known by, uh, had done. So a little bit different vision and, and direction. We want to share with you that new direction the board has decided to take with the center. The first thing, as Joyce had mentioned, the biggest challenge is overcoming the misconception that people currently have about coming to the center. They think, first off, that you have to be 65 or older to come to the center and enjoy the things that we have there to offer, and that that is not the case. We want to educate the community that all ages are welcome to come and, and enjoy the center and what we have to offer there. Uh, secondly, actually, our new mission statement reads, and this is, quote, to connect people through meals, conversations, and friendships. So we're going to make it more of a more of a community absolutely. center as opposed to a senior. Yes, center. sir. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah, we want to involve more people than just uh, you know the the senior kind of community. I guess. Okay, but if the seniors want to come, they're still absolutely. welcome to be there. Yes, absolutely. And and that'll still be. I get the feel, and I guess maybe I'm talking a little bit out of out of uh, order here, but I think that will still be the bulk of what our uh, attendees will be, at least in the near term, but uh, our, our direction will continue to be expanding that footprint, if you will. Tim, how many people do you have on the board? Okay. 12 people currently? Yes. Okay, and from various areas of the community? That is correct, yes. Okay. Who owns the senior center? Uh, uh, that's now Brick sure, Street Community sure. Center. And it's actually the senior center itself owns the building and, and the property there. Okay, so it's own 501c3 Correct. organization. Correct. Okay, well, there's some discussion around the community as to who owns it or what it's good for or what's the purpose sure. for it. And, and I love the idea that you're going to tell us all here in the community, not just not just who owns it or what it is, but where you're headed and what you're trying to do. Absolutely. So so at this point you have a new vision statement what does that look like correct and it is and again i'll i'll just paraphrase that but the center will be a place for everyone to go and again not just the the senior population of the community but for everyone to go to nourish body soul and community so we feel we cannot state enough time all ages are welcome at the center and we're going to put things in place and Joyce is uh, very active in that uh, different activities and functions that will involve a, a broader section of our community. Uh, the factors that went into deciding the new name were first remove a couple of limiting words. Uh, the first is 
the word Dalhart. We want to expand on that. It's more than just Dalhart. It's the entire area. It's the entire community. Uh, that was a geographical limitation. And then as far as the word senior, that was also limiting like we've discussed. And we want to open that up to all generations. The center sits on the brick streets right here in downtown Dalhart, and as the mission and vision statements say, will be a center for the entire community, thus the new name, Brick Street Community Center. Okay, well, I understand you're, you're welcome all ages and that you're beginning a new branding campaign with a new name, being the Brick Center Community Center. What other things are in your plans? Doc, the short answer is remodeling. The center is approximately 75 years old. It was the education wing of the former First Baptist Church that stood where our lawn sits today. Unfortunately, the building still has a very institutional atmosphere. Actually, when some people walk through, they say, oh, I went to Sunday school in that little closet right there. Last year, we worked with a designer, and she presented a vision to us for remodeling that would make the building feel more like a nice hotel meeting or banquet space. We will combine two rooms upstairs to create one banquet room, and there will be a small catering kitchen uh, there for the renter's convenience. Since January, we've been working with contractors, and we're near getting ready to get started. And what we will become with that banquet room is a mid-size rental venue for banquets, weddings, receptions, birthdays, and etc. Dalhart, you know, has several smaller venues, but you can only seat about 30 people there. Then that jumps to the Coliseum where you can seat hundreds. So a mid-size banquet room is going to be very sought after uh, in Dalhart. We'll probably be able to seat 80 to 100 guests at rounds in that banquet room. So how do you take care of them with things like restrooms and things like this? Yes, well, we have... In the remodeling, we will be required and we want to provide handicapped accessible restrooms on both floors. Uh, because when there's a large number of guests in the building at one time, you know, that's just going to be a must. Um, because of the building's age, when the contractors and the plumbers walked through and looked at the need to jackhammer into concrete on the second floor, they said, no, let's let's look at just building a new extension outside. So hopefully on the southeast corner of the building, there will be two stories of men's and women's handicapped accessible restrooms there. So not only are we going to do new restrooms and the new banquet room, but the entire building will get new paint, floors, window coverings. We have a very nice budget for the newest technology uh, that will allow, you know, connecting laptops to smart TVs for programs and live streaming and etc. The first floor dining room is going to get an entire new restaurant look, and we hope that will help bring in all ages of people. Um, Before we could do any of this listed above, we had to get rid of a lot of freezers that are just, if there was an outlet in the building, they put a freezer there. So we have just finished on Friday, they finished our new walk-in freezer, has shelving as we speak. They are probably moving out of all of those 
spotted freezers around into the one walk-in freezer. Now we can get those freezers out of the way. Now we can begin to start on the rooms. Okay, so now you're doing the remodeling. Uh, Is the center open now? Yes, we are open. We will, throughout the remodeling, need to move... For example, maybe the rotary, the weekly rotary meeting to another room. We'll probably have to move the blood drive to another facility for a couple months because it is large. And um, then after we're finished, you know, there will certainly be room to come back. But you're trying to keep it all open while yes, you're, sir, while you're doing this remodel. Continue to be open unless we just might have to close the kitchen for a few days or something. Have you stopped by the Brick Street Community Center, where their mission is to connect people through meals, conversation, and friendship? They are remodeling, adding audiovisual technology, and fundraising. No membership is required for all meals, $10 unless it's a fundraiser, and it's only $12 then. These are home-cooked meals, and they have a drive through window with a spectacular dessert each and every weekday. Come by and enjoy a meal with the Brick Street Community Center. We got big changes coming. You've got a new name; it's already in place. You're going to begin remodeling. You're going to make this a mid-sized rental venue. What else are you working on? Yeah, and that's really the exciting part about being a board member with the current uh, board here at Brick Street Community Center. There's a lot of positivity, a lot of energy, and with the direction of our director and and her energy and and her enthusiasm the first thing we're going to do is practice consistent marketing and just to get the word out there that it, as we've talked about numerous times already that it's more than just the elderly for the last 30 years or so you know it had been marketed pretty much as the uh, senior center, just those that were elderly, and our, our desire and our goal will be to change that perception. Uh, we're very fortunate here in Dalhart to have a very thriving economy, and that's bringing a lot of people into the community. We want to market this center to them as well. Um, as a lot of the people move in, I'm sure they're not elderly, and we want them to know that the Brick Street Community Center is there. There's going to be a lot of activities. There's going to be a lot of fun things going on, and it's available for them to use as well. Uh, we also want to let everybody know that we're providing the latest technology at the center, and that'll be part of our, our makeover that we're currently undergoing for audiovisual presentations and meetings and banquets. Uh, We have a very strong 5G internet, and we plan for smart TVs to accommodate all of our guests and the people of the community. And finally, fundraising. You know, nothing... Always uh, comes to money. (laughs) It does. (laughs) Yeah. Unfortunately, nothing occurs for free, but, uh, you know, we have some plans in place, and our fundraising is what has kept the center alive all these years and, and will continue to do so. Uh, We're grateful for the generosity of our community, and I'm a relative newcomer, if you will, in the Dalhart community. I've been here for slightly over two years, and I came from a small rural area as well, but I'm I'm just taken aback. I'm just amazed how much giving there is in the Dalhart community. Uh, People identify what are good projects, and they contribute to those, and and that's... uh, quite an accomplishment quite a feat and everybody in the community deserves credit for that so 
What kind of budget do you operate on? We have a budget of $150,000 currently. And, of course, with all the inflation and everything that you hear, you know, as soon as you pick up a paper or go onto the Internet, those costs are rising. And, you know, with our expanded uh, focus, you know, that, that operating budget or those operating needs may increase as well. So that will be something that also uh, we need to focus on. Uh, we've raised remodeling funds through the Panhandle Gives and our annual picnic fundraiser as well, which we just completed a couple mm-hmm. of weeks ago, and it was very, very successful and, and just a great event. Uh, we currently have a request submitted to the Bivens Foundation as well for funding toward the handicap-accessible restrooms that uh, we had visited about just a minute ago. Uh, Dyke, I wanted to tell you that last year uh, the center was really blessed with bequests from the Pearl Ingram Estate, and that money is designated to the banquet room. It's $150,000, and it's going to have a small catering kitchen in there. And I was talking to uh, Stella and Barry Walker, who are the executors of Pearl's Estate, and I said... um, Stella, can you get us a picture of Pearl? We want to name the room the Pearl. And I said it's going to be beige and white and cream. And you know Stella is a fabulous artist. And she said, oh, my favorite white on white. <laughs> <laughs> kind of pearl. Pearl, yes, yes. So what, what else do we need to know here today? What do our listeners need to know that you haven't told us yet? One of the things that... Uh, I've noticed quite some time ago with human nature is that change is hard. It really is. And we're undergoing change at the Brick Street Community Center, beginning with the name, but our focus is a little bit different as well. Uh, we respect the work of all the board members in all the previous years, but we're, we're just to a point where things need to change and they are going to change. And we'll go forward with a little bit different focus. We were either faced with closing the center or scaling it way back to just kind of a shell of what it previously was, or to make the changes that we're discussing now have a little bit different focus, a little bit bigger footprint, and reach out to everyone in the community. Uh, we discontinued membership dues, so that's that's something that's uh, a positive as well. We're striving to become more inclusive, encouraging all generations to come to the Brick Street Community Center. We plan for rental income <clears throat> with a uh, more enhanced building, and that structure I think will be more appealable, appealing to other uh, groups and functions, and that will also generate some rental income. Also, the center hopes to partner with other entities to provide an annual agricultural-related seminar that will draw in farmers and ranchers and dairymen to Dalhart. This part of the panhandle is highly agricultural, and uh, I think we need to capitalize on that. And and Joyce and I both had the opportunity to attend a, a beef congress over in Canadian about a month and a half ago and highly successful, well attended, and, and we could envision something similar to that. In Dalhart, takes a lot of work and a lot of focus, but uh, we're committed to making that, that happen. Great. Joyce, do you have any added comments you'd like to make here as we end this? Yes. Um, 
we're just getting ready to be in the remodeling phase. Uh, we will continue to be open while that is going on. I want people to remember, you can always come to lunch. We have the best lunch deal in town for $10, which includes your dessert and your tea. You can drive through uh, Monday through Friday, or you can come in 1130 to 1230. And um, just like any restaurant, you know, we accept cash, debit, and credit cards. Uh, our weekly menu is always posted on Facebook, which is still called Dalhart Senior Center, but soon to change to Brick Street Community Center. Uh, the center also has some volunteer opportunities, ranging from uh, volunteering at the drive-in window or um, helping get rooms ready for meetings. I want to mention we have two food programs that the center does, and we raised money for that through the Panhandle Gives last year. And um, the Bivens Foundation last fall did an educational program down at WT, and uh, our eyes were open to about 10% of our senior population does have hunger issues. A lot of people unfortunately live on about $875 a month and by the end of the month you know you're out of grocery money so they do live in some subsidized housing well one of the benefits they uh, participate in is the High Plains Food Bank in Amarillo uh, can qualify people on income and then they get to get a uh, commodity box from Good Samaritan Food Bank once a month and when they do, one of our board members goes down there and passes out coupons, a coupon per person, so they can come for a good home-cooked hot meal toward the end of the month when they are running low on grocery money. And so that we've had about 75 people a month participate in that. We didn't have to qualify them, thankfully, because the High Plains Food Bank already qualified them. That's great. Well, I, as we move along here, I know that we're going to have uh, – questions about how people access the center and things like that but for right now if you want more information you can call <laughs> joyce at 806-268-2284 which is joyce's personal cell number so she may want to dump that number at some point but for the moment if you want to talk to her you're available this has been an interesting conversation today looking forward to more conversations about what you're going to be doing at the brick street community center and the, what's going to happen around Dalhart and all the different ways that we're going to be able to utilize and use that center. So it's an exciting time. Thank you for Thank coming you. in today. Thank, Thank you. you. Uh, this has been In the Know, part of the Dalhart Connection. You can go to kxit.com for past episodes. And if you want to hear this again or share it with other folks, you're more than welcome to. We'll see you again next week. Have you stopped by the Brick Street Community Center? where their mission is to connect people through meals, conversation, and friendship. They are remodeling, adding audio-visual technology, and fundraising. No membership is required for all meals, $10 unless it's a fundraiser, and it's only $12 then. These are home-cooked meals, and they have a drive through window with a spectacular dessert each and every weekday. Come by and enjoy a meal with the Brick Street Community Center, 806-268-2284.